crazy Cause I want you baby But you don't so get out, get out, get out, get out Bing, 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 Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Date Fails. What's up, everybody? Hey, Kate. I've been gone, and now I'm back hanging out today. Yeah, everyone. Stephen Kramer Glickman is here today. What's up? What's up, Kate? I'm Kate Quigley. We, uh, we've both been so busy that we've yes. been not doing every episode together lately, and I've missed you. I've missed you, too, Kate. Yeah. I, I've missed you, too. And there will be more episodes that you will do without me, and there will be more episodes that we will do together. It's like my love life. Sometimes there's someone in it. Sometimes I'm going solo. I understand that. It's always totally an adventure. Yeah. I'm, I'm and I'm I'm coming out with a, a new podcast through Sideshow Network that oh. called uh, uh, the Nighttime Show Podcast. Oh, that's fantastic! It's gonna be very exciting. Are you gonna now your Nighttime Show, which by the way is a big hit if you're in LA, a monthly show here at the yep. Hollywood Improv. Now our next show is March 19th. Are you going to record those for the podcast? Or? Uh, that's the hope is that we'll we'll be recording them for the podcast. As I well. like that. But but we're gonna do uh, like a like a weekly show uh, out of the out of the place, and it'll be good and weird, and got some weird guests lined up. It'll be a lot of weird stuff. I think that you should record it first thing in the morning, just because it's called the oh nighttime show, just to create a juxtaposition. It's just like eight o'clock in the morning. No earlier, like make six. them get up at like five thirty. Like have it at six a.m. I, I don't know. Like... If, I don't know if Maria wants to come in that early. <laughs> don't you feel though? Like, do you ever wake up? Like sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night to pee. Well, I call five a.m. the middle of the night oh, yeah. to pee, and then I just suddenly start tweeting off like the craziest shit that's really funny and I just feel maybe that's because my like I'm not fully there so it's my subconscious jokes yeah no I'm with you on that I'm yeah. with you on that I wish that I could tape the show at like two o'clock in the morning in this room with everybody and just be just drunk and fun Maybe you we know. can make that happen. Oh, who knows? What's the date? It's February still. Did yeah. you have did you have a good Valentine's Day? You know what? We had a weird Valentine's Day. Why? Um but it, you know what? It proved uh to me that my this is gonna sound really cheesy, but it proved to me that my relationship works. Like that's what that's what that's what it did. It was our fifth Valentine's Day. And I said I did we I did everything wrong. I said, Oh my god, it feels like we've been together a million years, which you're not <laughs> supposed to say to no, a girl. Yeah, no, that's not good. On Valentine's that's Day. That's not good. Um but I I made like a huge mistake. I got us booked for a a, a, a premiere of a movie okay. called Cabin Fever. You know this uh -huh. remember the old movie Cabin Fever? Uh no. Okay, well they, there was an old movie. <laughs> Called Cabin Fever came out like ten years ago, and they made a new one. And so I wanted, I got us into the premiere to do like a red carpet premiere. I was sure. like, "That's fun on Valentine's Day." We get there. Turns out uh, they lied. It was not a premiere. It was a oh, no. screening. I knew it by OK Cupid. <gasps> no, OK Cupid did a screening. So it was like a singles night. Yeah, it was a singles night <laughs> in a movie theater. And That's I was like, like one of those things where they go out on Hollywood Boulevard and they give out the free tickets and they make it sound like it's a premiere, but yeah. it's actually just you show up to see a free movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a red carpet and it just said OK Cupid all over it. Oh, and my, my girlfriend was in a gown with jewels on. Oh, hilarious. She looked Looked gorgeous and she was not pleased uh but you know what we did we left there we went uh down the street to the arc light and we watched deadpool 
okay. together. All right. Which I like that. was like a really, was super cool that for her to good. do that. In a giant, like gown. She's in a gown sitting in, in the movie theater. That's kind of cute. Right. And then we went from there to, we drove around town. We're driving around and we see uh, there's a red carpet next to the Laugh Factory at uh, that place. Um, the deli? Not the, the deli. <laughs> the really fancy, fancy club that's uh, like a block. Sky bar? Look, I don't, um, you know, I don't go to clubs. It was a, a fancy club. The comedy um, store. Yes. No, there's like a fancy club a block away from the Laugh Factory. Okay. And it was for the Nielsen's, like the, 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 I've heard of it. the, rating, yeah, the ratings. The ratings. Yep. So they had their huge, giant, like, party there for the Grammys. Hmm. So we snuck in to the party oh. and, like, had a fucking great time. Well, that's perfect because she looked dressed for a Grammy party. So right. it just worked. What and were you? I was in a suit. I was in a suit. You were in a suit. Yeah. Wow. So we walked in there. We did that. And then we went for dinner at Chateau Marmont together. I didn't know Pink Dolphin great. made suits. That's crazy. <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> listen it was a velvet suit okay but it was a suit okay. nonetheless wow well yeah. i'm glad that you had a good balance so it was good it's like we rolled out together we were like fuck it if it's not gonna work let's find another way to make this work and that like was really that. nice what that's about you great. what did you do on valentine's day i was in las vegas i was playing the laugh factory so i was working that mm. night but it was really fun actually i was with dom herrera who i adore i love him adore and he took me out to dinner actually me and my girlfriend who came to visit me ariel who's been on the podcast he took us both out to dinner. It was really fun. We took a great photo together. And then actually it ended up after the show, um, Harry, the guy who books the Las Vegas, Harry Basil, who's a comic yeah, also. amazing comic. Yeah, amazing comic. He has um, a thing in the green room called Harryoke, which is like basically a karaoke party. <laughs> they invite all the comics that are in Vegas to come and hang out. And um, you know who was there? It was so, f it was actually like fucking cool because we were singing karaoke and in come these buddies of Dom's who used to tour with him when he used to open for Cher on the road. Holy and crap. it's this guy, Hugh, who's the bass player from Bon Jovi. And uh, yeah, and Dave, uh, Dave Amato, who was the lead guitarist for Ario Speedwagon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So these dudes come upstairs like, Dom, what's up? And like, they were the coolest guys there. It turns out they're performing in a show called Rock Vault downstairs in the casino. So it was like karaoke with these aging rockers, which was amazing. That's you know? amazing. And Dom Marrera, and then also, um, what's the lady's name? Marsha Warfield. Marcia? Oh, yeah, from Night Court. From Night Court, she was that. It was like I was. I felt like out. Of, I, I just felt like I was in a scene from a movie. I was like, this is amazing. Just listening to them all talk. They were telling stories about when they were on the road with Cher, and just Holy like shit. Rodney Dangerfield stories. They were all buddies with Rodney, and that's it was just so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So that was like better for me than like a romantic night out. I was like, this is awesome. That's great. You know, it's like it's. I love those nights where the people that are in the room are bigger cameos than we could ever afford to have. You know, you're like, what? Uh, how, would, how the hell did we get this guy from Ario Speedwagon, the guy from Bon Jovi, and the lady from Night Court to right. show up at the same place? You can't do that. That's just life. Yeah, how, we'll, have how to, it is sometimes. we'll have to actually talk about it when we bring uh, our guest on, because the guy from Ario Speedwagon, I kind of was like, he's kind of cute, but he's like 60. But he yeah. was kind of cute and he was kind of flirting with me and I could tell that he was totally flirting with me. And then a couple of people in the room even mentioned it like because they were there all week. They kept coming back yeah. and a couple of people were like, you know, you should go out with him. He's a great catch. And I was in my head like, could I date a 60 year old? Like, that's like my new thing. I'm like, how old would I go? I'm not sure. Ooh. Yeah, we'll have to bring our guests on. Depends on how big the house is. <laughs> 
That's what I've always said. I mean, said. I'm sure he's doing all right. You know? Uh, let's I'll bring... date an 80 year old if she has Come a gun. Come on. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Oh, we're going to talk about that. I've had some weird ones, though. Um, let's. Uh, <laughs> would you like to introduce our guest? It's, it's up to you. I do, but now my brain is thinking about you and like 80 year old vagina, which is disgusting. Oh, no. I've never been with an 80 year old woman. The oldest I ever went was 75. Uh, yeah, 70. That's well, great. she was like 79, oh, but that's a you know, different story. Oh, Christ. All right. All let's. Right. Uh, let's move on from this before I vomit on the microphone. Uh, I'm really excited about our guest. First of all, she looks adorable. I wish I could. She's dressed very 80s in like very bright leggings and a purple scarf and a really cute uh, off the shoulder t-shirt. And she's been on Girl Code on MTV and Last Comic Standing. She's a hilarious comedian. Esther Koo, everyone. Esther Koo. Hey, you guys. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you, Stephen Kramer Glickman? I'm so happy to see you. Kate, Kate Quigley. I'm great. How are you? You're in town for how long? I'm good. Um, Till tomorrow, but maybe I'll just stay the week. Are you staying at the Korean spa? Yes. Are you really? Are you yeah. really staying in a Korean spa? I talked about this on the podcast. I was like, I have this friend who told me when she comes to town, she just crashes at the Korean spa. What does that mean? And it was Esther. <laughs> you can sleep there. They have heated floors and mats and blankets and pillows and people just go and sleep there it's like 25 dollars. it's 25 dollars for like a 24-hour pass you can use all the different rooms and you can sleep there they what? have wi-fi but aren't you scared where You're... is the korean spa that this happens at it's in koreatown there's like LA is the headquarters of Korean spas in the United States. Okay. So it, you have your choice of like three or four different spas that are open 24 hours a day. Well, so can you lay on a bed or are you sleeping on the floor? No, you're sleeping on the floor, but in Korea, people sleep on the floor, you know? Got it. So sure. it's like, it's not weird for us. Like you guys look at us like, why would you sleep on the floor? But- I look at you guys like, why would you sleep on a soft bed that messes your back up? Oh, you know, because sleeping on the floor straightens your back. I didn't know they slept on the floor in Korea. Not everybody. I mean, like, you know, it, it, it's kind of more a thing of the past. But that's why it's cool to go to these spas or they call them Jim Jilbangs in Korea. Ah. So you go oh. when it's like super cold out, especially, and you go and warm up and they have like these little igloo huts full of like salt Himalayan yeah. salt rocks or clay balls and you lay, it's like, you know, it's like Chuck E. Cheese, like a bunch of balls in there, but right. they're made of clay and they're tiny and they heat up your body. Whoa. Supposed to be yeah. really good That for sounds you. cool. I kind of want to go. You should go. It's that. so Yeah, you fun. don't have to sleep there. You could just go right now if you want. Wow. And it's right. open all night. Yeah. You can go all night. It's like $12 if you don't stay the night. No, it's $35. Oh, it was? Yeah, if you uh, stay the night. That's amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm can saying. Can you get massages there too? Do they give you massages? Yeah, no? but you know what? I hate Korean massages. Like, I like Chinese and Thai massages. What's, what's, the, difference? what's the difference? Because Koreans, they'll just beat you up. Like, they will just take out their anger and the the Korean war and frustration on your back and knees and you know your butt everything but Chinese and Thai masseuses are like so gentle they're more therapeutic they know the body they they're spiritual you know whereas Koreans are just fucking pissed off you know I yeah. believe it because when I went to the Korean spa my friend took me for my birthday and sure. I'd never been there before and I bought a salt scrub and I swear to god I felt like I was gonna leave with no skin like they scrubbed me so hard it was like painful like it hurt and they get every 
nook and cranny. These they'll slap you up a little bit. I went to one <laughs> Korean massage and the the guy kept slapping me on my temples. Yeah, on yeah. my forehead and on my temples. Slapping you. No, for real. Why are you I, slapping me in the face? I got a Korean massage and I felt like I just got in a fight with this woman. No way. Yes, like I walk out of there thinking, why did I sit through this whole entire massage? I feel horrible right now. And then they take your money. Yeah. So then you're like, I've been beat up and they robbed me. Yeah. Wait a second. But do you ever feel like, do you, do you ever say anything? Because I'm too nice. Like, I never say anything. Yeah. But you know what? For not, from now on, I am going to say something. You because, should. Because why should I be walking out of a massage feeling worse than I did walking in? There, you know, point. it's a tricky thing because there are massage places all over Los Angeles. Like, all you know, the place is covered in them. And they're cheap out and here. They're very cheap. Because there's so many goddamn Asians. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Esther Koo. <laughs> Um, I went to one and uh, the lady was massaging my butt and uh, her uh, hand went uh, to uh, up right into up the your right no into the right to the butthole. She went. She did she, not. She went you, hand to butthole and I went. What were you hard? She was trying to make you hard, probably. I probably. I was laying on my stomach and I went. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I did that. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> you did? And she, yeah, and she went. She went. Oh, uh, you know. Are you are you sure? You know, and I was, was like, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, butthole is a no, no, butthole is a no, 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 no. Back, <laughs> back massage, back massage, not butt, not butt massage. I bet it she totally was, freaked me she out. She was trying to get you to order a happy ending. I don't know. Maybe. Don't you think? I don't know. It totally yeah, caught me off guard. Yeah, because then that would just add on 30 bucks to it, you know? <laughs> oh is God. that all she's it costs? To, she's trying to, I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> she was trying to upcharge me? She's, pro- she's probably trying to add, you know, do an add-on item. I don't know. My it, girlfriend was in the, ne- my, we went together. So my girlfriend was in the next room. And then afterwards she was like, uh, what, what, what happened? And I was like, um, the masseuse tried to stick her finger in my ass. She you? was like, what the fuck is going on in that place? Yeah. And they don't have, they don't have rooms where you could both get a massage at the same time. No, like they, like they, they don't, don't have couple the idea rooms. of like couples massage is so foreign to them yeah. that like we need to teach them like, dude, Westerners like couples massages, right. like put two beds in one room, you idiots. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they have a thing there, like if they're being watched, you know, like telemarketers are supposed to ask you three times before they hang up. Like, I wonder mm. if they're supposed to upcharge you or they lose your job. Like if you don't stick a finger in that guy's butthole, you're out the door. Jeez. This is your last massage. It's a possibility. I mean, that's what I would do if I owned the massage parlor. You know what's sad is I told a friend of mine that uh, about what happened yeah. and, and he went there. For that. For that to happen to him. <laughs> I know. And then it I, didn't happen to him, and he called those, me and complained. I love those guys like, who can f- admit that they like a finger up their ass. Yeah. Right? I love them. It, Why not? It's like, okay, cool. You're honest, and you're frank, and you're, you know, like... You're not yeah. going to try to hide anything from me. It's Absolutely. those guys who can't admit they don't like the finger up the ass. There's something that they're hiding. Yeah. <laughs> like you, Steven, Steven Kramer Glickman. Wait, she so was old Shrek. and she had a uh, so you're saying wrinkly you, finger. You would have liked it if it was a young, hot, like if it was an Esther Koo type. Listen, if it was an Esther Koo type, <laughs> it's a whole different, the, this different podcast could go a whole different way. <laughs> so wait a second. So do you think all guys like a finger up the butt and the ones that won't admit it are just lying? Well, I mean, don't they say the G spot is the male G spot is in the butthole? That's what they say. And don't you like it when a when somebody has a finger up your butthole? I I like all kinds of butt 
things. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, are you a butt person, we, Kate? Well, I'm not. I don't. Did do, we never listen, talk about butt? We stuff? never did. I don't do. Oh I don't God. do anal sex just because, like, it's it kind of grosses me out and stuff. But like, I like I like other things around. But like the a butt. finger, a thumb in the butt yeah. while you're getting fucked from behind. You know, never hurt anybody. A tongue. Wow. All right, Esther Coop. <laughs> if you can't, Bring if you heat. don't eat ass, I can't date you. Whoa, you like wow. that? Yeah. No way. You don't. I mean, I could take it or leave it. It's not like I look forward to getting my ass eaten. I do. I you love do? it. Yeah, Why? I really do love it. I don't know. There's something. First of all, it feels amazing. It feels so good. And there's just like something really hot about a guy that will do it. Because you know what it is? It's like the same guys who eat ass are the guys who will kiss you after you blow them. Yeah. 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 It's just they don't. They're like so like just into your body. They don't give a fuck about like anything that might be like. That's 100 percent. true. And I like that. All the liquids kind of converge together. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't. He doesn't care. What about you, Esther? Are you uh, are you uh, into that? Are you into go- getting my butt eaten? Yeah. No. Are you a butt? Are you a butt person? I don't. I mean, are you a butt person? I am. This is the sexiest thing I've ever said. This is the dirtiest Esther, podcast. Esther, who are you a butt person? I am a butt person. I love butts. Like I care more about the butt than the dick. Wow. wow. Yeah. Really? Well, so do I. I lo- don't you love Absolutely. a good butt? Yes. There's nothing worse than like a flat. What's well, just like with women? I feel like butts are earned. Like you don't have a nice butt by accident. If you have a nice butt, you probably have a nice body because that means that you like work out. Because if you don't work out, totally. you're not gonna have a nice ass. You know That's what? True. Your ass comes from working at it. Right. You can't just like wake up and have a great. You're not born with a great ass. Exactly. You have to squat and yes. stretch and do all those. You know. It's earned. It's yeah. like you can buy burpees. Fake burpees. <laughs> Exactly. No, I love a great ass. I also like really, I realized recently how into arms I am. I'm into guys with like big arms because when I just like, I like some grabbing onto them. Really? I like a guy with skinny arms. <laughs> really? You do? Yeah. I hate big arms. Interesting. It's just like, it gets in the way. Like if somebody who has big arms is sitting next to me on a plane, I want to fucking just like switch seats. <laughs> yeah. Like they get in the way. I'm like, dude, I know my arms aren't that big, but my arms should have the liberty to like, you know, go up and down or do... The right. chicken dance, you know, just have the, Do the freedom. Chicken dance. Just, just have sure. the freedom to move if I wanted to. Sure. So we're building your ideal man. So so far, it's nice, firm, tight ass, small arms. Small arms. That's what we. <laughs> well, what it, could, it, could, it? it could even be a funny ass. It doesn't even have to be tight. Like okay. it could just be a funny ass. Funny. If, if I could like jiggle it and it, you know, uh-huh. and it's flabby, I could laugh at it. Then th- th- there's some value in that. Harry? I see that. What I about get Harry? that. Harry. Harry. I don't like hairy butts. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. I've I've waxed one time I waxed a, a boyfriend's butt crack. What? Yeah. Wow. How does that because happen? his because his butt cheeks were bare, but he, in, in the middle was like this line of fur, and it just looked so funny because he was like he, you know his butt cheeks had no zero hair, and all of a sudden in the crack is like super furry. So I was like, you know what? We're gonna wax your butt crack. <laughs> Holy oh shit, that's amazing. So yeah, so our gay friend like held his butt cheeks down and then I poured the wax and I pulled the hair out. Holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah, and he was screaming through the whole thing. It was it was like our roommate at the time hated us. It was like, What the fuck were you guys doing last night? Holy <laughs> shit. shit. Yeah. I can't believe Jinx. I know. I'm Jinx sta- I can't imagine any guy first of all, I honestly can't imagine any guy who's straight letting a gay guy like 
um, he wore, he wore his eye, He wore eyeliner and he was a musician. Oh, oh. so he was... He, he was, was... He was, yeah. I see. He was maybe swinging both straightish. ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think... Was he bi? Um, no. I mean, he's like married now to a girl, you know? Uh-huh. So, I don't... Maybe... No, I think I think he was just more sensitive, you know. That, yeah. No, that's amazing. That is a, this is an amazing reveal. Uh, I can't reveal. believe a guy let you wax his asshole. You know what? I just like removing hair. Like it's <laughs> You know what? My girlfriend shaves my back, my what? arms from here up, my uh my she ass, the whole it? shaves everything. But then don't you get like stubbly? No, and, it doesn't. Why don't you laser? I don't know. Laser. I probably should. No, you should wax. I keep my chest. My chest has hair on it, but that's it. That's it. Everything else is- I'm addicted to laser. I love laser. And actually, I'm not going to lie. I kind of, I like get a little like turned on when I go to get laser. Really? Yeah, because it's weird. It's this weird thing. Well, first of all, I get a Bra- I get Brazilian, you know, so I get everything down there Everything's lasered. gone. Everything. Yeah. And the- the laser, it does this thing where it like shoots you with the laser and it's super hot, like burns you hot. But then right after it follows up with like super ice cold to cool it back down. So it's this weird, like kind of hurts, but kind of feels good the whole time. Wow. And then my laser girl, I mean, I'm not a lesbian, but she's kind of hot and she has a great personality. So, so like, Jeez. and she's already seen your coochie, like, and she compliments eagle. it. Right. Does she? What does she say? She's really sweet. Like every time I come in, she like tells me how how great my body is and like how nice like that I have a nice vagina like she says I have nice labia oh that's great you're so lucky I guess I've heard girls can have you know rough she probably she probably says that to all the girls no no you're assuming that you have nice labia I'm sure you do maybe we're gonna go to the spa later yeah we should and show each other because I've been told I have nice labia too you have yeah like we don't have to go to the spa we can do it right here oh okay (laughs) let's just do it right now let's get rid of Shrek first (laughs) this is gonna be a great photo with this episode of the podcast (laughs) just both of you naked and me in the center with a blindfold on no like I've heard girls get surgery to sort of trim their labia and I would be devastated if I had to do that. Mine is like super short. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no curtain. There's no beef curtains hanging. Wow. Do you have no. curtains? See, we're lucky, man. You guys are lucky. I read an article by Nikki Glaser. She talked about how insecure she is about her droopy vagina. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. It's Interesting. Like, it in it's like a wind, like a wind tunnel over there. It's very sad. It's um. I've, I'm not. Sorry, I'm, Nikki. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry, Nikki. I really apologize. Oh my god! It's like god. bed sheets just oh, hanging. It's just awful. Yeah. So I didn't realize how nice of a vagina I had. I see. Until wow. more recently, you know, when yeah. you. But when you're younger, you don't realize like how nice that you just assume everybody has a nice vagina. You know, you're right. Do you remember the first time you looked at it? Cause it wasn't until I was like 25 or so that I ever took a mirror and like checked it out. Like I didn't even know what it looked like. Yeah. I didn't know how to put a tampon in until college. Me, me wow. too. Till I was eight. The first time I did, it, I was 18. Right. I never well, did it. Cause oh. we're, we're Midwestern girls. That's why my you mom know? was like, tampons are dirty. Don't use those. Use really? Pa- yeah, my mom was like, well, my mom has come a long way. Now she's very liberal and has tattoos and like dyed her hair blue. But she used to be like, uh, before she got therapy, <laughs> she Correct. was she was like really, really strict. And she was like, yeah, don't, you know, I don't want you using tampons. You shouldn't use tampons until you have sex. And, and she's like, you know, tampons are dirty. Like she thought they were bad for you. Because they break your hymen. So technically you're not a virgin anymore. Wow. Right. Yeah. 
Little did she know. And I was supposed to be like preserve, like they were preserving my virginity to like sell it off to some dude who Shut was gonna up. like ship them in from Korea. No way. Yeah, I was supposed to get an arranged marriage. Are your parents, wow. your parents are second, wait, are you second generation? Yeah, I'm second generation. Oh. So my parents moved here from Korea. And, you know, they move here thinking, I'm going to raise my family in the United States, but they're still going to hold on to the old Korean values. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to marry some Korean guy that you ship in who I don't fucking know. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. When, yeah. when did you... Ha- Fascinating. When did you tell them, like, I'm not doing that? Like, when did that change? I left the church when I was like 17. Wow. And was like, I am out of here. I'm going to go live my life. I'm going to give my virginity to some random frat boy in college, you know? How did your parents react to that? How were they? Um, they they could kind of care less. Like, the church cared more than they did. <laughs> oh, I see. Really? How yeah. so? Yeah, because they were just really manipulative, and it was all about mind control. and The church? The church, yeah. Which that, church? Like, it, was, it was called University Bible Fellowship. Wow. Yeah, but it's a basically a cult. It's a Christian evangelical church. Wow. Where, you know? where, where was this? Um, in Chicago. Oh my God. So I'm from Chicago. My parents, they moved to Chicago and like they moved with like hundreds of other Koreans who became missionaries and like would recruit these college kids, you know, yeah. and lonely college kids who are just going to school at Loyola, uh, University of Chicago, UIC, whatever. And they're just, you know, walking by themselves. They look depressed and said, and then a little Korean missionary comes up to them and said, oh, have you met Jesus? You know, wow. would you like to meet Jesus? And then they, they feed them like Korean home cooked Korean food. <laughs> and then they keep coming back. That's the love bombing that you read about in psychology books is you're constantly fed, yeah. you know, meals and somebody's loving you. And maybe you come from a broken home and sure. you don't have friends and you're lonely and you're by yourself in college and you're lost. And then they scoop you up. That's how Scientology does it too. Yeah. That's really? A, it's intense. Love yeah. bombing? Yeah. Serious. They, Serious they use stuff. food to lure you in and there's no dating in the church. You, everybody has, everybody gets an arranged marriage. So it's like, you, wow. you can't, you're supposed to stay a virgin, you know, or like if you came from a life of sin, which you obviously, with your blonde hair and your <laughs> sure. low cut well, dress, mean, if, you, if you, if <laughs> you, like, if you walked in to church, they would like put a shawl on you. They would like pass a coat like to the back of the church to be like, cover her up before she starts cooking all the men. What? Whoa. Cooking? Yeah. yeah, so they had their own language. Like cooking was like, you know, using the devil's, you know, temptations on men. Whoa. No way. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. It's crazy. And so you couldn't date. And so the pastor picked everybody who you were going to marry. So, but they would kind of like match them up based on like how attractive you were. You know? Shut up. That's yes! weird. Yeah. And so there were a couple hot girls in our church. Like Carmen was like this hot Puerto Rican girl and everybody wanted to marry Carmen. <laughs> Whoa. Just because she's hot. That's yeah. it. Well, yeah. But then of course you just, you know, you're supposed to like pretend like not because not cause she's hot, you know. Oh, right. please, please find me a, 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 a perfect wife or a husband that you find suitable according to God's will, you know. Oh Holy cow. God. Yeah. And wow. how old were you when this was happening? I was uh I, I was raised in it because my parents are right. founding sure. members of the church. So I was a missionary Jeez kid. That's so crazy Louise. that they were founding members of the church, but then when you left, they were like it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, when I left, they didn't really care because they were sort of half-assedly kind of in it themselves, I At think. At that point. You know? I mean, no they no they weren't, but they didn't work as hard as some of the other members of the church did. 
Wow. Sure. Wow. So then when, what, after you left and you were 17, then when did you start? Because you hadn't dated anyone before that. Is that when you actually started dating? Yeah, I know. Everybody in my high school had like boyfriends and I always wanted to like make out with somebody in high school. You never did. And I never did. Yeah. So I went to college and lost my virginity and started, you know, dating or I guess hooking up with guys. I mean, you don't really date in college, I feel like. Well, that's so yeah. crazy. That Well, I was married, so I don't even know. You were married in <laughs> I was college? married in college. What? I got married when I was wow. 19. Oh my god That's how this show came about Because I'm so bad at dating Because I never did it When I was like Supposed to So I'm just now Starting to Oh wow Now it's yeah. going really It's fun Yeah Having you're fun. killing it now Killing girl. it lately you're Yeah doing, You're doing I don't know. the thing We'll talk about it <laughs> I don't know if I'd say Killing it But I'm At least I'm like Dating now I never really did Yeah Because no. how long Were you married for? 10 years Oh my god So I started dating so Really like at 30 wife. Yeah. You were like a homemaker? I was a wife. I was never a homemaker. Let's not get crazy. I was like, I was the worst wife. I mean, I was loyal. I never cheated on him, but I was the But like you didn't know how to cook? Oh, no. (laughs) No, 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 no. The reason I stayed with him for 10 years is because he did everything for me. Cooked, really cleaned took care of me made wow you got a sweet deal he was amazing he was honestly amazing it's just we we should never have been married because we never had like the physical chemistry like we never had like the heat that you it, like so the, was sex kind of a chore uh yeah it wasn't good wow i feel like i never really knew what like amazing sex was until after yeah. I feel bad saying that, but it's the truth. Does he listen? Don't feel no, bad. No, he doesn't. Then but don't people feel do bad. know him, but like, I mean, he knows. I told him at the end. You have to be honest. You know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I remember my ex saying to me at the end of the relationship, this is a quote. He said, if you want a guy who's going to like throw you up against the wall and fuck you, I'm not that guy. But if you want a guy who will treat you like a princess... I'm your man. And I was like, but princesses like walls too. <laughs> you know? yeah, princesses live in castles right. where there's walls. I want both. So yeah, but you, you, sometimes you it's deserve hard to that, find though. both because they can be mutually exclusive. Yeah. I feel like I kind of found both recently, but I, I, oh, all right. Uh, well, I really want to talk about you, but I'll bring this up because it's a fascinating Please, topic and on. you can weigh in on it. So when I was in Vegas for the AVN Awards, I met a porn actor who is a really cool guy. We hung out a little bit. You're going to date a porn star? That's the question. I don't know if I can. I don't know. This is the thing. We hung out a little bit. He's a really nice guy. We didn't hook up there or anything like that at all. Then I came back to LA. We actually went out a couple of times. And he was normal to you. It's not like you met him and you knew he was oozing porn star all over. I didn't even know if he was a porn star. I was like, who's that guy? He's hot. And then they were like, oh, he's a porn actor and then he wasn't just normal to me though like everyone who was there all my friends who were there loved him my manager loved him like everyone was like he's the nicest guy and like actually uh, I have a comic friend who used to be a PA on in like porn and he knows him and he's like oh he's like the nicest coolest dude he's great but the thing is so we went out a couple times here in LA still didn't hook up and then uh and then when I was in Vegas, I can't believe I'm giving this away. When I was in Vegas for Valentine's Day week, he happened to be there also. Mm-hmm. So we you guys hooked up? hooked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Now I have a major problem because if he was just a guy, I was just going to fuck. Right. I mean, like. Wait, did you fuck him? I mean, when I say if like fucking were an Olympic sport, this guy Ooh. would be the Michael Phelps. Of wow. Sexy no shit. way. It was like, like legitimately like, like crazy. T- describe it. What did he do? I mean, 
I can't. I oh my god. You okay. can describe it. Okay. <laughs> we talked about Esther Koo's asshole. Okay. So <laughs> so I'll say this. I had a couple drinks. He came back with me. Uh, oh, and he he came out. He bought like drinks for like everybody there. It was so sweet. And then he came back to my room. We hooked up. But here's the best part. He had to work in the morning. So like he actually couldn't, you know, he couldn't come because he had to save it. But we still, oh, but wow. we still fucked for two hours. Holy shit. The guy is like a fucking machine. I don't know how he did it. It was, it was mind blowing. And he didn't mind not coming? He didn't he no. have blue balls? I didn't think we were going to have sex at all because he had to work in the morning. So I, and also I was, I, the whole time oh I was God. like, I told my friends that day, I go, I'm not fucking him no matter what happens. <laughs> but then like one thing led to another and so anyway, so then that was like epic, two hour, amazing, whatever. And then he had to leave because he had to work in the morning. So he left and then he texted me in the morning Phenomenal. and he was like, hey, guess what? My shoot got canceled. Can I come over? And I was like, Whoa. sure. So he came back over two more hours. Wow. It was like a sexathon. Like I've never had. But I've, like I, my vagina would get tired. I'd be like, can I take a break? I mean, there was a time when I started to kind of, you know, girls do the thing where they're kind of like, oh, I just I wish you could come in me or like come up. Like I started to like hint at it because I literally like couldn't take that much more. But I mean, the guy is a pro. Wow. <laughs> wow. So here's the thing, though. So we hook up. We have the sex. It's amazing. Then, you know, we go to breakfast, whatever. Then he leaves. And then um, since then, we actually have hung out a couple more times, but we haven't hooked up again because I can't decide what to do with him. Because if I if I could just have sex with him and have him as like a booty call guy, maybe that could work. Yeah. But the problem is I actually kind of fucking like him. Like he's really nice and cool and sweet. He's, he's there's nothing wrong with kind of liking your booty call. But the problem is no, there is for me. I can't do that. I have to either. It has to be literally just sex and I don't care about them at all. I mean, not at all, but like it has to either be like so much just sex that if I don't hear from them in between, I don't care if like we don't have to be friends. It's just sex. Well, look, you're you're doing you're doing a good thing. You're protecting your emotions, which is important right. to do. Yeah. But at the same time, um, you know, that's a big decision. Dating, a, right. dating an actual porn star right. where you guys are, that's a whole thing. I, that's I a big like deal. I don't like calling him star, porn performer. Yeah, he's what? not a star. <laughs> is, he, is he a porn star? Like, is he a famous? Well, I don't know. How you many know, movies I don't has he been any, in? A lot. Know? Has he been in more than Have 100 movies? Have you watched movies? any of his movies? No. In fact, the other night I was watching porn and I heard his voice and I like shut it off really fast. I didn't want to see it. Yeah, because wow. you don't want to watch it. No, absolutely not. And that's the thing is like, you know, I thought that I could, I thought it wouldn't bother me. I was like, oh, I can be that cool girl who's like, it's just a job. I'm not going to let it bother me. And I, yeah. I thought I could let it not bother me, especially because the comic I'm friends with who's worked with them is like, Kate, it's literally like a job to them. Like I've been on set and they're like looking at their watch, like while they're fucking the girl, like it's not. But then like the other day, you know, there was a couple of days where I didn't hear from him and I knew he was working. And then it made me kind of in my head feel like, Oh, well, of course I'm not hearing from him because he's like probably fucked nine other chicks this weekend. And then I start to be like, 
to, I just can't decide. I can't decide. So Meanwhile, he's on set right now talking to other porn stars going like, I don't know if I could date this comedian. You know, she goes, <laughs> she has this podcast and she's probably going to talk about my dick and yeah. you know, how it couldn't <laughs> come because, you know, so, so he, like you guys might be in the same boat. Like this might just be She's over. really funny and she no, makes me laugh. A lot. I, I know that's not happening because like. She looks like a porn star, but she's not a porn Thank star. You. So I don't know if, you know, <laughs> if I guys, should, if I should be think? trapping her in my world, you know. What do you, what do you think? And then the girl's like, oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I think I think me. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, though, is that that was a different guy's penis, by the way. I wasn't his Thanks. penis. Yeah, Quickman, right? No, I'm, who cares? I mean, that's the, this penis. is the thing is that the the big benefits to actually dating him, if I were to do it, sure. is he's not jealous. He's like he completely gets that like my social media is like an image, and it's like like he gets all the things that guys usually have a problem with when they date me. Sure. Right, a more regular guy. Right. Yeah. He gets all of that and he's not jealous or anything. He's not judgmental. Yeah. He's not like, stop putting your ass out there and your tits out there. You know, he, exactly. he gets it because he's in the same kind of industry. Well, he's, that's, here's the, that's where it gets tricky is, right. is then, yeah, of course he's okay with everything because he has he's to be. f- way past whatever everything. you're doing. Exactly. Which is, which is great until it's the other way around and you're like, and you know, you're, if you, if you, you know, you're dating him and then, you know, someone, you know, is tweets you a picture of him with a, oh. You it know, already happened. Yeah, and it that's, already happened. that starts to get weird. Not tweeted that it at me, but when I was at the Laugh Factory that night that we were all karaokeing, you know, they met him because he happened to be in Vegas and he like was hanging out with us at the Laugh Factory in the green room one night. And of course, like the next day, all the guys are like pulling up photos of him with like girls sucking his dick. Like they're showing me this stuff. Sure. And, and they're like, oh Kate, is this God. really what you, is this, they're like, you're a good girl. You're a sweet girl. You deserve, like, is this really what you want in your life? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, just fast. <laughs> Fast forward a year. Let's say you fall in love with this guy. Right. Would it bother you? Like of if course. somebody Yeah. No, yeah. It, or imagine no. like, I mean, I never want kids, but let's say like I had an accidental baby with him. Like, what's he gonna do? I'm like, take your daughter to work day. <laughs> How does an accidental baby happen? You know. <laughs> well, you get the point. Like, so anyway, um, I didn't mean to go There's off. So many punchlines to that. <laughs> oh, I've been I'm doing just leave it I've right already there. been doing material on stage about dating him. I mean, there's so many jokes like i never want to ask him about his day i really don't wow. like how do i ask him like how okay, is your day? just use him just date him enough for the material i say three That's months I think. three months max you got all your jokes right keep writing yeah while he's next to you you know sleeping. what keep if you can keep it as a booty call it's that's, like a, fun, that's yeah. like a fun booty yeah. call yeah and, and date on the side and try to find somebody to become more enmeshed with that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to keep an active rotation going while i'm hooking up well, we haven't hooked up since then. That's the other thing. And it's been a few weeks. We've hung out a couple of times, but it's like one night I had a super early morning. The next time he was sick. So we just like, it hasn't happened. There was a girl that I used to sleep with before I was with my girlfriend who the the sex was stupid. Like it mm-hmm. was, in, it was ridiculous and it was like, it would go on for a long period of time. And she had, uh, you know, fake breasts and mm-hmm. all sorts of fun parts and we had a, and, we, and she was really fun she had a fun accent and we had, we had like a great time together but the second we would take it out of the bedroom like the second we would leave her place and go anywhere i would i'd be like ah oh, i don't i don't know i don't know it feels weird something's weird i don't know if this is what and there was like reasons for it and mostly it was because her 
her entire life was being paid for. Check this out. This is a weird date fail story. Her entire life was being paid for by a a guy Mm -hmm. who was 30 years older than us. He was like in his 60s. He lived across the street up above her apartment. She had to keep her windows and blinds open so that he could look in on her place that he was paying for. He was paying for her rent, heating, electricity, everything, paying for a phone, paying for a car. And I was sleeping with her. We were having a great time. But then I'd be like, why are the windows always open? And they'd be like, oh, uh, because he, we have, that's why we have to have sex in the other room. Because he can watch. Oh, he can see shit. me. And I'm supposed to be he just. Do you think he would have killed you if you ever found out? Um, he found out like later. And we've, we've run into each other and had like awkward the shit. The guy? But yeah, he's an old fat like 50, 60 year old guy. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like I fucked your I fucked the girl that you were paying for her life, you know. Like, who cares? Like wow. that was just we, it was super uncomfortable. When I had like that was like how it what kinda did he went, say to you? He was like he, like he was trying to get into a nightclub uh, that I was in. It was an event. I was at the event. He was trying to get in. I. I like let him in. I got them to let him in. And then he was like, yeah, that's cool. Thanks for letting me in. Um, It's so weird that it would be you that would let me in. And I was like, I was like, look, I was like, I know that you're not still, you know, paying for that girl uh, for her life and shit. Her life. It truly is. You're paying her life. You're paying for her whole life. And he was like, he was like, I know that you like spend time with her. And I was like, well, we were sleeping together for like two years, you know? And he was like, well, you know, I don't really appreciate that. And I was Was like, was he married? No, he was single, but he was kind of creepy and weird. Well, obviously. But I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm not going to apologize for sleeping with a girl a lot because it was fun and we had a great time and that's just and he's so much older problem. than you if you weird. guys got in a fight you would just be able to knock him out he was he was short and fat and old wait like, were they... he wasn't gonna like there was no way he was gonna start shit with me i would have just beat him that's the death. worst seeing some short fat old guy fucking the girl Ugh. you you like that's I don't what think, i want to know were know they fucking they, i don't even know if they were fucking they might have fucked a couple times they but had I, to have i'm curious wait hold on weird. hold on esther have you ever been offered this because every once in a while i will get an email or message on social media from some guy who will offer me a situation like that like literally like it happened to me just the other day yeah and they just offer it like as if it's the most normal thing in the world you're just like oh let me just sit down and write write my emails (laughs) you know it's just like no i wouldn't do that like i have integrity i work for a living i make my own money i don't need some guy paying for my life like crazy i would just be fucking bored out of my mind what would i do oh i can't imagine also like fuck other dudes probably well yeah <laughs> but i mean this is the thing too like Awful. i legitimately couldn't do it like i went out on a date with a guy who has tons of money and i just wasn't sexually attracted to him and i was like i could never kiss this guy so that's the end of it i mean like yeah. how could you fuck someone that you're grossed out by just for money like i can't imagine it but a lot of girls want that or some girls want that. But we live in the the worst place in the world. LA, like Los Angeles is True. like that's that's every there, there's so many people here that do that. People all are the desperate time. here because they like yeah, want a career in show business, but it's so expensive to live here and it's so hard to make money and like people like like I there's not a day that goes by that I don't realize how lucky I am to make a living doing what I actually want to be doing. Like yeah, I mean amazing. it's so hard to do out here. Right, we're so lucky. Right? Yeah. yeah. We really are. There there's so many people who are wanting to do what we do. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, show. show. So what about you and your dating life? What's going on over there? What's Missy? going on? Are you single? Are you seeing yeah. someone? What's up? Um, I'm not single. I'm off the market. Whoa, shut up. Yeah. You got a man? I got me a man. Where's Tell he live? about your man. Well, I live in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. They live in New York for some reason. I know, right? I make it look like I live in New York. And then when I'm, when I'm <laughs> so in New York, awesome. everybody's like, how's LA? I'm like, great. That's so great. <laughs> so everyone in LA, th- or everyone in New York thinks you live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> you have the best laugh, by the way. Oh, uh, Esther! I sell it as a ringtone for a dollar twenty-nine. Do you really uh, on iTunes called "Coo Laugh"? If you're Are you interested. serious? I'm gonna yeah, buy it right now. I'm fucking serious because people there's people who hate my laugh and people who love my laugh, and the people who love my laugh love bothering the people who hate my laugh. I love your laugh. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh well, thank you. You know what? You're a comedian, so you get it. Sure. You, you know, like, I appreciate any loud laughter. Yeah. You, it's <laughs> like you crave laughter. Yeah. So you meet my laugh and you're yeah. just like, this is awesome. It's so good. So how long have you been dating this guy? How'd you meet? What's the deal? Um, I met him at a comedy show and I was picking on him in the audience. And I was like, who's single in here? And he was like, <laughs> Slow you know, then I just like, I just like uh, tore him apart physically. You know, I was like, I'll tell you why you're single. You know, Hilarious. you're bald, you got big ears, and blah, 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 you know? And then afterwards, he came up to me and was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, what the hell, what? <laughs> He's like, you were making fun of me. I was like, so you're the only single guy in here. Like, it's not my fault, you know, that you're the third wheel of your friends. How old is he? Um, He's nine years older than me. He is. Yeah. And he's bald and has big ears and, not, and, an, and skinny arms and a great ass. That's no, I said I, I don't need a great ass. It, it could be flabby, I said. Oh, so he has a flabby ass. Uh, he could, yeah. <laughs> that's so great. Yeah, that's... I, bu- I bought your ringtone just now. No way. Yep. You know what that. is weird? I sell my ringtone, but I don't ever get paid from it. I don't know like if my, you know, you know, some things you set up online, oh, yeah. it, it like your credit cards start. You never see the money again. You, well, I like don't know this what podcast. it is. <laughs> Literally. You know, cause I'm sure at some point I, I punched in my credit card or PayPal or something, but then I'm just like years, years go by. I've had that ringtone out and I'm like, I don't think I get a penny from it. Isn't that weird? But like my paperwork, my electronic paperwork somehow just like fell through the cr- through the cracks. Hmm. Oh. Well, Glickman just donated a dollar forty nine to iTunes on your behalf. <laughs> so I did. They you. need the I money. It, I made it my uh, my text tone. So when people holy text me, shit, are you serious? Yeah. Are you ready for the hatred that's going to come? I think I think it's so. Going to be great. Okay. Kate, you want to text me and see if it works? Yeah. So how long have you been dating this guy? Sorry. Uh, a few years now. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys live together? Yep. Oh, how's wow. that? Yeah, I've always lived off of the kindness of audience members at my comedy shows. Shut up. <laughs> I would be fucking homeless if it wasn't for that people I meet at comedy shows. That is so funny. Huh. But what else am I going to do? I mean, you know? So tell me about this. So before him, are you like a serial monogamist? Do you always have a boyfriend? Or did you ever go through like a, a phase where you dated a lot? <laughs> oh, there's the ringtone. <laughs> I just text Glickman, Hi. <laughs> I can't believe you made it your text. That is crazy. It's so great. Usually people just usually it's people so great. People just assign it to my phone number so that when I call them, 
No, no, but no. But text it's is so really good. ambitious. That's so a big. It's gonna it's gonna live as the text uh, at least at least for a week. Uh, It'll be the for this week. I'm honored. Hilarious. Hey, we right. got nothing but love for you. I love you know? it. I want it. Can you send it to me? Because I don't have iTunes on my phone. Cause I have an Android. How I'm, do I get this? I don't know. Send oh, it. Oh, you know what? I'll give I Esther a dollar. Get it. She'll make more money You're off fucked, me than Kate. you. <laughs> 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 I'm so fucked. Um, that's a. So what's what's the home like? What's the home situation like between you guys? Where what's what's your place like um what do you mean what's my place like, like? what's the place like you guys moved it's in nice together and clean. clean did you move into his yes. place or did you guys move into did you no moved into a new place together? no we, knew, we moved into a new place together yeah. did you christen every room i i got sage and burned sage okay, because sage not what i meant oh <laughs> <laughs> So great, Miss. I date. I fuck porn stars in Vegas on my free time, one time only. Oh my god! I can't. I should never have told this story. I just ran into George Perez, and he said you're like internet famous with this Waka Flocka twerking move that you did. It's fucking amazing. Kate, you're becoming infamous. That's what it's all about. As drunk white girl. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's a good credit. That's what the title is on YouTube, Drunk well, no, White Girls? No, what happened is I actually, I posted that video on my Instagram. That's the only place that ever went. And then Waka's people took it, which is fine because I told them they could. And they posted on his page, but they didn't tag me in it. And then what happened is TMZ and World Star Hip Hop and all these fucking people picked it up. But when they posted it, they just wrote like, Drunk White Girl, Crazy White Girl. So I am just known as the crazy, drunk, rejected white girl. In fact, the other other day it popped up someone tweeted at me it's on some website about loyal husbands it has like a million views and it's like see this is proof that some men are loyal no matter what and i'm like what he knew about oh it we planned God. it whoa yeah. mind-blowing anyway it doesn't wait matter. so when you did that like did you get past security you just happened to be standing near waka or what no i was hosting the avn awards and it was backstage and he was the performer Oh. So we were just working the same show together. And you just handed your phone to somebody and said, videotape me right yeah, now. Yeah, I gave my phone to Jen and I said to Waka, hey, let's make a funny video. I'm going to twerk oh, on you. Oh, you told him I ahead told him. of time? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it yeah. looked like that you just sprang up on him, which was great. Right. I told him, I said, I'm going to run in the room and like twerk on you and you just act like I'm an idiot and leave. And that's what, that's uh, what he, he was did. perfect. Yeah. He was great. He took your direction really yeah, well. He did I was great. like, I was like, poor Kate. He just rejected her. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is we made another video together a couple of days later, but nobody gives a fuck about that one. Like we did another one with Russell Simmons and um, Slink Johnson, who plays Black Jesus on Comedy Central, where I run in a boardroom. And they're having a meeting and I twerk on all of them. And and it's funny, but because it was staged and people could tell that it was staged because it's like, how would that happen twice? That one didn't really go anywhere. Oh, yeah. You have to think of a new thing now. You can't be the twerking <sighs> yeah. drunk girl anymore. Yeah. What, what else can you do? That's all I have. No, so. you can. We just pulled a, a, a big one uh, two nights ago at the Improv. Yeah. That was that was ridiculous. I'm trying to I'm trying to follow in your footsteps. Oh Jesus! Kate. I, don't I, know about I that. swear to God, your Andy Dick prank. Yeah, it was so good. Tell it. The audience shit their their pants. What'd like, you do? We had a, a basically sold out show Saturday night, 10 p.m. show that I produce here at the club, and in. Uh, 
we i did a i do a monologue at the top of the show and like you know current event monologue and i did a joke about how donald trump just won like another primary type thing and and like this country is getting very close to becoming the andy dick of the planet (laughs) and when i said that it got a big laugh and Andy Dick stood up out of the audience and was like, how dare you disrespect me? <laughs> Did you know he was there? I planted him. Oh. <laughs> and then on my desk, on the desk on the show, I have a um, a big jar of jelly beans, but it's breakaway glass from like the from the movies, you know, like a sugar prop. glass. Yep. And so they don't know that. And so. He comes up onto the stage and then he makes me interview him because I'm, I'm apologizing and the audience is like panicking wow. and it's great. And then he sits down on the couch and I go to like interview him and he goes, oh, can I have one of these jelly beans? And I go, well, these are for the comedians. And he goes, well, I'm a comedian. Why can't I have one? I'm like, you can have, of course you can have a jelly bean. He goes, oh, I can have one of your sweet jelly beans. Oh, thank you so much for one of your fucking, fuck you and your fucking jelly beans and smashes it. And there's jelly beans and glass all over the stage now. Magnificent. And that was... Two five minutes into into like a two hour show. It's so funny. It's so funny. Now I want it. now I want jelly beans. I know. I just kind of got there's hungry. There's video of it, I'm and starving. the video's great. It's so awesome. Where's it going to be? I, I'm trying to figure out where to send like where to send it to. Like who put to, on YouTube. I probably put up or send it to TMZ. Do you have a YouTube channel? Send it to TMZ. I don't know. Yeah, he has uh, a yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Do you put it on, yeah. put it up on YouTube? Do you have a YouTube channel? I just started a new one just to have like my official name as my YouTube channel Mm -hmm. because I have two other ones that are like stupid. Me too. You know? oh. I have that too. You know what I mean? Like you made the mistake. Like I called one of them oldies parodies because I do parody songs of oldies. Oh, cool. Like I turned twisting the night away into fisting the night away. Hilarious. You know? Oh my God. Big, what? big uh, Leroy Brown, big black Leroy Brown, the biggest dig you've seen in town. You know, stuff like that. So I do music videos. I didn't know you were so dirty. I love it. It's yeah. So <laughs> I'm really nasty. You the, know. The best. We only have three minutes left. Unfortunately, you're such Whoa. a great guest. This one's so fast. Oh my but God. Uh, before we get out of here can you think of your worst date ever worst date fail worst date story in three minutes well you can just take longer we'll just cut um, out Gwickman's uh, joke from earlier <laughs> <laughs> we can it's fine it's fine please do <laughs> the worst date ever um god I don't know I've been on I well when I lived in New York like I was just such a broke lonely comedian that I would just like go out with anybody who asked me out did you ever did you ever go out with any other comedians? No, I don't. No. I always like went out with like homeless guys, homeless I do audience. That. Did you ever really date a homeless guy? Um. Well, I dated a guy who later on became homeless. Shut really? up! I yeah. did too. Yeah, I heard about he, that. How did he become homeless? Well, he was like a weed dealer, and you know, and then I heard from people that he's basically homeless now. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit! And, but he would he would give me like so he had a sa- a sausage business on the side to cover up his weed dealing business. So he would send me into comedy clubs in New York and with a sample pack of sausages and be like, "Can you give this to the owner? I'm trying to get my sausages sold in their club." <laughs> and I would fucking do it because I was just like, but I was also still trying to get into the comedy clubs, like get past. Yeah. And here I am bringing sausage samples, like it's a trying, great to, way. trying to push sausage yeah. on them. It's a great Terrific. way to get past at the yeah. improv. Show up with yeah. sausage. Got a bunch of sausages. I'm like, you sell weed. Why don't you just give me weed? I'll just give the owner weed, you know? Yeah, that's a much I better I love that move. you dated a drug dealer who ended up being homeless because so did I. And yours dealt weed and so did mine. And all I remember thinking at the time is like, if you're going to deal drugs, can you at least? step 
it the fuck up. Like weed is like you can basically get it for free here. Like you can get it at Target practically in California. Well, but New York, it's, it's still illegal. So it, it was oh. fine. Like I felt like I was in like a movie. Like, oh my God, he sells drugs. I could get caught any time. Like it was exciting. You, you like know? that. Wow. Yeah. And, but then one time the building next to his caught on fire mm. in the middle of the night at like three in the morning. And we lived in Park Slope. Um, and all of a sudden you see, we just woke up to these flames outside the window and he had like these huge Rubbermaid totes full of weed and we had to get the fucking totes of weed out of his apartment into my apartment, which is like around the corner. So here we are, the firemen are all outside on 4th Avenue. The police are here and we're just like in our pajamas carrying carrying, like those huge Rubbermaid, like, you know, purple blue bins of weed over to my apartment trying to act like we're not doing anything. Oh my god! I'm sure if it was you and him, you guys would have get got caught. Oh yeah, but you know, I'd be in prison. But because they were like, <laughs> yeah, they saw for me sure. for like, weed. <laughs> like, the worst can you imagine? Like, if his for. apartment had blown up in flames, uh, everyone would have been high. Yeah. Everybody would have been, 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 been a good day for the people in your neighborhood. Park yeah. Slope would have opened some donut <laughs> we shops. Just, we should have just <laughs> left it there. That's a pretty oh, good date fail. I have to say that amazing. might be the best one. I really like that one. That's you like great. it? Yeah, it was yeah, a good one. Job. Thank that's you. Good. Dude, you were such a good guest. I feel like, uh, I'm sorry because I feel like my, my porn star story no, took No, I thought that was very fascinating. I've never gone out with a porn star. It's an important story. It's important. It's, yeah, it's important, it's important. And I'm glad we talked about yeah. it, even if I was here. That's fine. I'm glad to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get therapy this week to sort it out. <laughs> well, uh, Esther, you're amazing. Quickman, I missed you. I missed you too, and I will see you uh, soon in uh, in a few episodes. I'll be back, and we'll be hanging out again we'll soon. Be, we'll be kicking it. Esther, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Esther Cuckoo, and I will be at Harris Casino in Atlantic City March 3rd. Come on out. Yeah. And you can also find me on my podcast called Coo and the Gang. Oh, dope. Yeah. Is that the one you do with the... Do you do that with uh, co-host is it thomas dale or was that just one episode no that was just one episode oh, he okay. was my guest i heard it was great oh thanks yeah you're welcome that's it's so hilarious great. glickman um you can find me on twitter and instagram at steven glickman s-t-e-p-h-e-n glickman and um if you're in los angeles or southern california southern california come on down to the nighttime show here at the hollywood improv march 19th at 10 p.m fireball whiskey shots for everybody fireball <laughs> You guys can find me at Kate Q Funny, and I'll be at the San Jose Improv March 18th and 19th. So look for me there. You can get uh, tickets at deathsquad.com. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Bye. Peace.